Happy Friday, everybody, and welcome back to Brown Bat Cuts. Powered by BetSports, we are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me as always, hatless today. He must have gotten a haircut or something. He's looking kind of sharp. How are you doing today, Andy? Yeah, we got the, got the haircut yesterday. My gal, Nikki, took care of things. She was uh, she was on her game yesterday. I said something to her. Um, and like just kind of joking because I'm just that guy who says stuff, but I try to deadpan it. And I'm like, this is one of your better haircuts. And she's like, you would not believe how often this happens. She's like, usually it's me where I'm like, I'm like saying this is this is like I'm I'm better at cutting this person's hair today than I was last <laughs> time. She's like, I hate that there's a difference, but you know, hair is hair. So no, I agreed, she agreed. It's one of the better jobs she's ever done. Even tipped a little extra, I think. So Good job to her. Good job to us. Us. Everything we said yesterday came true. I know Noop said, take it easy on the Atlanta total. I know some of you guys don't listen worth shit and probably bet the over 228 anyway. It didn't matter. Cashed by like 15. I uh, didn't even remember to watch the NIT game because it turns out my uh, wife has never seen The Godfather. So we took that in last night. Well, most How do you not already know that? Uh, I guess I just, it's an assumption. Like, it's like saying I've never had ice cream. What's, what's that? Like, it should have like, come you know, up in not, conversation over the years by now. I mean, did you just block it out I, maybe? Do you I not want so to have remembered this? Yeah, maybe I passed out when I made, or maybe she just, you know, <laughs> like when someone says a joke and you laugh and you don't get it, or she just pretends to pay attention to, uh, you know, like, uh, or she pretends to get the references I make. So she's like understanding all these movie references from other movies now, <laughs> like the horse head scene and the wedding oh. scene. And, you know, I like, you're right. It connects a lot of dots. Yeah. Sonny, Sonny beating the shit out of Carlo. The, the greatest uh, whiff punch in cinematic history. He misses Carlo's face by like nine inches. And it's it's still and then he bites his hand. So I obviously I don't have to sit here and tell you how good the Godfather is. But either way, the, the point of that story was I forgot all about the NIT game. Didn't watch that. It went over by like eight points. So I didn't have to sweat that shit out. And then every single golf bet I gave out on the show yesterday cashed. I had some going in the morning. I think those went two and one. But the four I played on the show today or yesterday all won. And then later in the show, I asked Noops. I said, Noops, would you rather play the plus one and a half or would you play the over? And he said the over 19 and a half is probably the look. And that landed on 20 games. So even the soft stuff got through. And yes, the actual draws in a little bit. But the World Cup draw is happening to the point where a meeting was moved at work so that Reed could watch the World Cup draw because he's such a massive U.S. soccer fan. So my golf meeting, I don't have to go to my golf meeting after this, Alex. It's happening right now, apparently. And <laughs> that's how I know I can talk shit about uh, Reed moving the meeting because he's in a meeting right now. He's not watching the show. But uh, regardless, we will get some plays out. We'll have some picks today. We'll send into the weekend. Talk about some of the bigger events happening, and we'll start with the association where you have a, a straight-up money line play today. I know you, you're the kind of guy who does draw the line at betting some of these small, small dogs. It's like, I'm not going to take a point and a half. I'm just going to bet the money line. Is that is that what this line is, like plus one, plus one and a half? Yeah, it's sitting at one and a half here. I bet the Houston Rockets again. It's 
I have to go back and look at this. It seems like every time there's a big slate, I have fewer bets, but I guess I should have waited, Andy. Some money's come in on Sacramento here. The Rockets are at home. They're now getting three points. The money line's plus 120. I, I like the plus 120. I'll probably go back and grab some plus three for myself here. Again, played it at plus 105. I just, maybe someone's coming back from Sacramento who was listed as out this morning. Maybe there's something going on here, but the Rockets are tanking fairly hard, but they shouldn't be underdogs here against a team in Sacramento that's also tanking pretty hard at home. Uh, this game, I have it pretty much as a pick em. Actually, the Rockets maybe as a small favorite, minus one, minus one and a half if I was going to hang a line here. So to get them at plus money seemed great. Again, it's moved against me a little bit, so I'm going to wait here. Um, again, feel free to play the money line as it is right now, plus 120. I'll probably grab some plus three. Um, again, I like three. It's there's not a ton of important numbers in the NBA, but three is actually a pretty nice number to grab when you can. So I'll probably go back and grab some three here when we get done the show. It's just a spot where, again, I have the Rockets, you know, as a small favorite here at home. And it's always hard to figure out at the end of the season with some of these tanking teams, what's going on, how motivated everyone's going to be. But in a game where I think, again, both teams are of equal levels of motivation, I'm happy to take the home team and I have them as a small favorite here bunch of other games going on. I will mention the Lakers-Pelicans game is something that I spent a lot of time thinking about today. And I, I like the Pelicans. A lot of smart people like the Lakers. It's a really weird spot there. Um, looks like LeBron James will be back. So that might actually be a little more fun game to watch. The Lakers, in quote, a must-win situation playing for their lives. And then it's a shame, Andy. The late games are the fun ones. You're uh, your slumber pups there against the Nuggets. I mean, that's going to be a really fun game. That's like 9 o'clock my time. I'm, hopefully I'll make it through at least the first half of that. Yeah, I, I already foresee my daughter asking to watch that and me having to tell her that she can watch part of it. Ah, hell, <clears throat> it's Friday, right? There's no school tomorrow, whatever. She can stay up late. If she if she can make it through that game, it starts at 8, eh, whatever. She has a volleyball tournament, not till Sunday, though. So she can just hmm. sleep in Saturday, whatever. We're fine with it. So maybe we'll, we'll, stay, we'll stay up and watch it. That's a massive game for, I mean, if the Timberwolves lose that game, it's going to be really hard to get out of that seventh spot. So they are a three-point dog in the Mile High City. That's a super important one for – what's the name of our young coach? I'm such a fan, I don't know our coach's name. Finch. I think it's Chris Finch. 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 There we go. I, I, I knew it was just a single syllable. I just – I don't know. I wanted to say, like, Slade. That's not it at all. So Finch and the, and the fellas. So I'll be looking forward to that. I probably will pull that up on Bally's. Because I know which channel it is now. 610 on your <laughs> DirecTV remotes. Some other good te- It's been great tennis, honestly. Both sides, it's been awesome. Both sides, the men's and the women's. Uh, the match with Kekmanovic yesterday. I don't know if it's a Kekmanovic or Kekmanovic. I never Kekmanovic. know. I never know what to do with those C's at the end. But that was that was electric all the way to the end. Alcaraz is fun. Her- Hubie Herkitz making it through taking down meds awesome so we are just into the semifinals of the men's a little bit of a surprise obviously seeing Herkits here over medvedev but also rude's opponent very surprising uh, unlike the women's draw not quite as chalky as we get to the semifinals but still these are going to be pretty good matches obviously with the with rude getting through to this spot and having a little bit of chaos in the other part of the quarters there. He is a massive favorite to make the finals, which is cool. He was a guy that we've kind of tracked in our tennis chat for many years, calling him the, uh, what was it? Is it just Holy Ghost? Is he her? Casper the Ghost. It's, you know. Casper the Holy Ghost. Yeah. 
He's a he's a second play. His father, yeah, his father played some. Uh, his father played some ATP as well. And then Alcaraz, everybody's new favorite, is a about a two dollar favorite over Huey. And that is where I wonder if he should be. And he's so good. I mean, the guy. He's so strong. He creates shots. He's smart. Where he's actually like, I don't just say like create shots, but like sets up shots. And he adjusts quickly in match. So maybe this is a shitty thing to say, but like an 18 year old laying this kind of number in a big ass semifinal seems scary, but you don't see 18 year olds come along like this every day. Like he is very good. Against a defending champion, no less. Yeah, I'm excited to see him move over to the European clay season, see what happens there, because we could have some absolute battles between him and uh, even, I mean, Rafa's a million years old, but if his shoulder's right, I'd love to see them play in every tournament. That would be just give me give me four weeks of those two going at it in Masters one thousands and then up in Roland Garros. So looking for I'll probably I probably won't be able to take in the rude match with the timing of it and stuff I have. But Hubie and Alcaraz, really nice little little appetizer to the Timberwolves game for me. No bets for me. If you guys have any, anything in the chat, drop them in the chat or in the YouTube comments. And then the women's final is. When is this? Tomorrow? We, did we decide what time? We were guessing yesterday. Yeah, I think it's tomorrow, and I don't think we know what time it is. I guess it'll probably be around 7 o'clock or so. A, a really fun match again. It's going to be Naomi Osaka, the number one of old, versus Aiga Shwiantek, the number one of soon-to-be. I think she might technically yeah. be number one already. Uh, it's hard to say with the ranking stuff and the way it moves around. I mean, Shwiantek's played some great tennis here, um, but she's a pretty solid favorite, close to minus 200 here against Naomi Osaka. Um, the total sits right about 21 and a half games. Nothing really stuck out to me here, Andy. I think maybe you take the winner, uh, whoever you think is going to win, and bet him 2-1. I think this will be a long match, but the over two and a half sets price looks about right. Again, the over 21 and a half games price looks just about right here. Um, it's just going to be a really fun match. I mean, make sure that you're watching it, but I, I don't know if I could tell you tell you what to bet, unfortunately. And then men's matches, I, I would sprinkle her, her cats a little bit. I think that's worth a fun play there. But, yeah, when it comes to Osaka versus Tech there, I'm just going to watch. It's going to be fun. I mean, I'll probably place a fun bet on Osaka 2-1 or something like that, but nothing sticks out as value. Yeah, right now as we stand it, I love Brett. Brett would be a really good asset for this because he always seems to have the answer for this instantly. But on Flash Score, it is showing as April 2nd, 2200. That is late. Even if that's local time, that's 9 p.m. start central. I, is that 10? Are they gonna, oh, 9 central. Yeah, that's 10 Eastern. Are they going to start the final at 10 local? What madness oh. is this? Like, I, it's a Saturday. You don't need to, like, oh man, people are working and we got to have this on late in prime time. Like, you could start. Yeah, this people are the clubs. Yeah, head to start this at five so people can get down to the the clubs afterwards. I don't know if that's accurate, but right now Flash Score says 10 p.m., which is and and here's the other thing. I wonder if Flash Score is I have if I have it set up for Central Time, there's a decent chance that that that's happening. That means it'd be 11 local. That can't be accurate at all. I'm throwing all this out the window. Brett says 1 p.m. Eastern. So that makes a lot more sense. Like have it on the middle of the day. It's a Saturday. Thank you, Brett. I was just, I was here just kind of, you know, stalling for one of you guys in the chat to put some in, information up for me. Um, Food snob says 5 p.m., but that might be like, God knows where that guy lives time. 
Maybe that's uh, you know, Sir Tagenbosch time. I'm not sure where he lives. I just that's a fun name to say. You just so. like saying Sir Tagenbosch. You're so Sir proud Tagenbosch. of yourself that you figured it out. It just it took me like six years to be able to pronounce <laughs> that team. Yeah, it is so yeah, five PM Sir Tagenbosch time and uh one PM Eastern. There we go. Um golf today. Here's the fun thing about golf, especially at a couple of the offshores I bet matchups at. A lot of times if you have a daily matchup on Sat on Thursday, they're just going to put up the same effing matchup on Friday. They will adjust the price. Um, a couple of them they adjusted the wrong way, in my opinion. And literally, I said I gave out four plays yesterday. I had three others in the morning. I bet all seven again. So I gave out those four in the afternoon. And uh, oh. We do have a ten- I forgot we have a tennis bet. Shit, go. You better, you better talk talk, te- talk tennis first. I forgot. I moved on to. I already moved on to golf. That's all right. I was good. I was gonna let you skip over it. We didn't. Yeah, we didn't have the. I didn't have the uh, Marbella thing up. All right, let's let's talk Marbella quick, and then I'll get into this the weirdness. Let's get back into the golf. Yeah, this one will be real early tomorrow morning. Again, gonna keep playing Oceano. Dan was a winner for us, even though we had a fairly negative CLB. Better plus one twenty-five. She closed close to plus one sixty. Won the match. Continues to move on here. She is a short underdog against Tamara Corpatch. Um, I have her as a, a favorite in this match, closer to minus 130, minus 140. So plus anything on Dodan, who again continues to, I think, not necessarily fit the bill of what one looks for in a successful clay player, but with her power and her strong serve, has the tools, I think, to be successful in maybe unconventional ways, if you will. Generally, when you think of a clay tennis player, you think of someone with elite movement, you know, someone like Simona Halep, who's just all over the court, getting to every single ball on that slow surface. But you have players, again, like Pliskova, like Kvitova, who've had a lot of success on clay without really having to move so much. If you have the requisite power to hit through, you generally do pretty well. So like Dodan here at Plus Money and Marbella. Yeah, I'll keep riding the Dodan train. It's a cash train right now. That's it. You know, I said you can only fade a player and win once. It's the opposite with a cash train. You can ride a cash train as long as they keep it on the tracks. So <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready for that. Anyway, yeah, back to like my weird diatribe about golf. So I said I bet the same seven matchups, but the, I'm not going to give out the same four. They flip flop. So the afternoon ones I gave out yesterday, uh, all those guys are playing in the morning. They're playing right now. A couple of them aren't actually doing so hot. I wish uh, I wish Lanto Griffin would get his uh, maybe start sucking a little more. Not to be confused like with Lanto. Not to be yeah, la- completely different guy. Lanto with a T. So the ones I played in the morning while the show was going on become afternoon ones. So I bet all three again. Russell Knox obviously looked very good yesterday. Leaded, leading. He was your first round leader. I bet against a guy who shot five under yesterday, but luckily my golfer bet seven under. I've really, really, that wasn't a Scott Stallings fade. That was absolutely a Russell Knox play. So I was kind of pissed to see Scott Stallings playing so well. Like, am I going to lose on this when, when my guy plays this well? Hopefully we can go back to the well there. Stallings, I don't think should be able to put up that. I don't think either man should be able to put up that kind of score this afternoon. It's going to get windy. But I like Knox a lot better in that spot again. And then Woodland over Kucher was the only loss last yesterday out of these seven. And the price went the other way, which is usually a good indication, too. Like, they dare, dare you. Take some Kucher at a big plus price. Remember yesterday? He beat Gary Woodland. We're going to give you a better price now. Have at it. I don't think books are ever trying to trick you, but I'm fully – oh, jeez, I'm throwing phones around. I'm fully fine taking this again at a big price. 
So Woodland over Cooch. I, if Kucher burns me again, so be it. But I, I, my numbers don't have this close. And then Cheng Sung Pan over Wyndham Clark. Pan's a guy I like a bit here. I took him in a full tournament matchup over uh, Takumi Kanaya as well. That's looking okay. So minimally, I need uh, CT Pan to play decent this afternoon and uh, just keep his nice big lead in the full tournament matchup as well. So just those three this afternoon. And then we'll move on to getting past the cut line and two more days till Masters Week. Well, actually, it's, I'm interested in this tour of Flanders nonsense here. I don't know if you saw in the chat. Nick gives out a quite big price on somebody who's uh, who's cycling. I don't think we had. Do we have any cycling people? I guess we have Vinny who's good on the cycling. Size so does a little Vinny, bit of cycling. Vinny and Pete and Drew Whale pays attention to Drew it. A little Vinny, bit, yeah. Vinny's a European guy. He really does. And Pete loves cycling just because he went to a. I mean, he went to a boarding school and fenced. I mean, he's just the kind of guy who would love cycling. I don't think he actually fenced. I just like to. He's he's played polo like, before. I mean, that's oh, that's he, the way I describe Pete. Yeah, he has for sure played polo. Like on the horses with the. With yeah, and, and he wear you know he wears a Patagonia vest. He's he's a finance guy. Actually, you know, doesn't even live in New York City anymore. So maybe he's changed. Had to run away. But uh, yeah, either way, I'm I'm looking forward to some cycling stuff. You guys never cover cycling. We really don't because we don't know it. Maybe we should have a. Maybe I'll call Lance. I'll see if Cheryl still has it. Right? You ride a bike. You ride it real fast. I don't. Mm. Vez Lambert, 151 each way for five places. Don't know if U.S. Jeez. Books bet this. U.S. Books likely not to give you the each way price for the five places. Nor will there probably even be a way to bet around that with a top five price or anything, but we will have a tour. Of, probably have that. Well, yeah, we'll have Tour de France outright. Tour of Flanders seems like a stretch. So if you want to bet this, you may have to reach out to a friend in uh, in Europe who can place a bet for you. Tour of Flanders. Well, I don't even remember what country that is. It seems like the Netherlands. Actually, no, FanDuel does have Tour of Flanders, just outright betting. So. You got to be let's kidding see, me. Let's, for let's real? see what Mr. Lampert's at. Here we go. I, 100 I to 1 on Mr. Lampert. But I again, just the outright. You can't do all the fun each ways. All right. I'm in Belgium. I knew it was the Lowlands. So yeah, Flanders. I just couldn't remember. I'm Belgium. A lot of. So I mean, a fun. lot of. Uh, geography talk today. I'm mostly, I mean, I'm I'm like very, very German, but I have a lot of family from Luxembourg as well, so. And I love the movie in Bruges. Speaking of Colin Farrell, is he in that? He is. Sure. That's why I haven't watched it. The Final Four starts today, and Colin Farrell loves the Final Four. It doesn't start today. It starts this weekend. Final but Four. Final Four is going on tomorrow we have two games and then your championship will be on my birthday monday april 4th when i turn pretty old i'm getting pretty old either way it's a big week it's my birthday it's the national championship it's masters week ontario goes live for sports betting with some new books huge huge week next week cannot cannot overstate how that's going to go. But both games, the sides have stayed pretty static right around the four. Kansas took a little juice right off the bat. I'm surprised the Duke number haven't moved. I really thought this would move, and I I didn't bet these early. I didn't think I needed to, I guess. I thought I'd let the market speak a little first. 
But if I'm betting this, I'm betting Duke and I'm betting Kansas. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good in my heart, in my stomach, in my brain. But numbers say like Kansas against Nova missing a good player. That's short. And I make the Duke number like six. And again, if I reconfigure things to, hey, this isn't the North Carolina team that we saw most of the season. It is a much, much, much better team. The Duke number makes more sense. If I had to make one bet, it would just be the Kansas minus four and a half. So I'll probably have a small position on them, but maybe I just close the season on a win with the uh, with the NIT final over and not mess with this. So. Kansas minus four. I mean, did you, are you going to bet any of these? Are you going to wait? Bet the natty? Are you going to do anything with it? It just bums me out. I should have known. I should have seen at the beginning that they're going to give Coach K a championship. So we're going to have Duke versus Kansas, and Duke's going to be Kansas in a mildly contested contest. It's so boring. I'm so sick of these people. Ugh. Let's get it over with. Get it. Get it over with. All right. Yeah, Duke. One way or the other. Go at the end of the week. Come on. At the end of the week, we'll be we'll be done with Coach K. I mean, there'll still be a week of goddamn coverage. That's the beauty of the Masters. The Masters, you needed a big event right away. Otherwise, it was going to be a week of goddamn, you know, just shining his shining his melon for a week. It's like we don't need that. Yeah, I almost said something else. But uh, wait, the Masters is absolutely polishing his knob. Yeah, <laughs> polishing his knob was where I was going. Tour of Flanders and the Masters will kind of steal some of that coverage, which helps. And with that, let's wrap the week up. Little Flanders Friday action. Thumbs up. Thumbs up if you are excited about the Tour of Flanders this weekend. I'm not sure if it's even starting this weekend. The final four of the Masters, the Valero Texas Open, the Miami Finals, and the NBA season coming to a bit of a denouement. We'll see you next week.